0: What's up? It's me, your man, Will Downing, and you're listening to Studio Q.
1: Like, I know this, brother. I mean, we just met, but, I mean, we're cracking jokes. That's right. I mean, I, you know, I was getting my, my vocals ready because, mm-hmm. <laughs> trust and believe, mm-hmm. I will be mm-hmm. singing a note because I know all y'all mm-hmm. want to sing a note with Mr. Will You know I'm a little
2: sick. Yeah, though. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's that old church thing, yeah. I'm not
1: doing the best bed. I can with
0: what I got, you know, praise uh, Lord. Uh, <laughs>
1: What's up, Brooklyn? Uh, Brooklyn, I'm Brooklyn in the house. We got a private joke already. Easy for (laughs) cheesy. So how you been doing?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you.
1: How's LA treating you?
0: LA is LA. It's you know we're here and got some of our rain. Thank God y'all needed it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's I, thought small. Some, I thought people were going to start moving back east. I was like, don't let them come here. Rain. Lord, give them rain.
1: <laughs> well, I have been all entrenched in Will Downing's music. You know, you didn't make me feel all kinds of ways. Oh, and, and,
0: that, hey, family show. It's family show. Keep it, keep it.
1: 25, 26 years of music. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, I might be here because of your music. Mm-hmm,
0: like family show. <laughs> Family show.
1: So, I want to know like, when you first started out, how difficult was it to be true to yourself when you had, you know, record executives telling you to change who you were, your sound, and everything?
0: Well, it was weird because I had big records overseas first. Yeah. I mean, we released it worldwide, but my bigger records came over uh, in Europe. And so they loved one thing, the States didn't like another. So then the people in Europe were saying, okay, do another record like this record. And the people in the States were, don't do that nonsense, give us something else. So it was, it was, a, it was a very interesting uh, you know, way of recording. So that's why the records are so uh, diverse. Like the first album I had, uh, which was self-titled Will Downing, we had like dance stuff on there, like house stuff. And then it'd be house, and then you'd hear a smooth song, and you hear a jazz song, and then you hear another up-tempo song. So, kind of hills and valleys.
1: But, but didn't, like, you have an argument with uh, Chris Blackwell? <laughs> <I'll> Damn. Go-
0: <laughs> Damn
1: that internet! <laughs>
0: That one's supposed to get out of a gag order.
1: Yeah, we can't talk but, about
2: that sort of stuff. But,
1: but but coming out with, you know, Will Downing with half the budget, like that's how much I mean, what I'm just trying to zero in is the confidence that you had in Will Downing at such a young age.
0: Well, I certainly bet on me, and thank God I was right. Yeah. But yeah, I did have an argument with the president of the label at the time, and he wanted me to do like an all dance record, because I had a big dance record in Europe and I said, Hey man, I want to do something else and we kinda of got into a you know, a nice exchange and we exchange unpleasantries and you know, might have been a couple of, you know, stupid ignorance in there and you know, going back and forth. He says, okay, well I'll let you do a record but I'm taking half of your budget. And if you can make a record like that, you know, then you got it. Then I guess you'll prove your point. Mm -hmm. And so I took the money that they gave me and I made a dream fulfilled back in 1991. Wow. So
1: I'm glad you bet on you.
0: I'm glad always bet on Black.
1: You've done so many songs by so many different artists. Mm -hmm. And what is the key to making a song your own, you know, instead of just duplicating the one before?
0: Well, I mean, it's easy to take a song and to remake it, Uh, to make it your own is tough. For me, and it's going to sound crazy, I have two things that I ask myself. One is, if I do a song by a female artist, I feel like I'm doing the male equivalent of what they're trying to say. So like a song like Angela Beaufield's I Try. You know, sometimes women only think that they're the only ones who try in a relationship. But, you know, men do as well. So I give the male interpretation of that song. Uh, the other thing I look at is in my mind, I can hear myself singing that song. Mm-hmm. A different way, and that's those are my two reasonings as to why I do remix and how I do. It.
1: But women, you do songs that women have done. That seems very unique, <laughs> you know, like with Angela Bofill and doing it from a male perspective. Like you're just drawn to it. And you well, yeah, just... I mean, unless they're talking about you know getting pregnant or something like that. I mean, <laughs> <You laughs> say love is love, <laughs> right? Love is
0: love. You know? right. I mean, we got me pregnant. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't do this (laughs) one. Maybe I (laughs) could One less bell to answer, one less egg to fry, one less man
1: to look after. (laughs) Maybe
0: I shouldn't do that one.
1: But that's cool that you can make your own interpretation and and give us something new on an old classic. Yeah,
0: I I think it's real important that uh, you do that. If you're going to do a remake, please bring something to the table.
1: Right. Now, you've been on uh, Sophisticated Soul. Soul. I'm with the Prince of Sophisticated Soul. The Prince of President. On the label. That's right. Sophisticated Soul. And I'm sure it's a different experience being on an independent label. Do you ever regret leaving the big label? Um, At the moment, no.
0: At the moment, I'm good. You know, it's a lot more work, Mm -hmm. but I'm good with it. I'm really good with it. It's something that I probably should have done a long time ago, but I'm, I'm fine with it.
1: What can you do now that you couldn't? do then that, you know, you really appreciate doing now, being an independent artist.
0: Now I get to see what really happens behind the scenes as opposed to someone calling to tell me what happened Mm -hmm. and said, why didn't this record do well? Well, you know, we did everything that we could, you know, man, they just don't like this. The vocal wasn't this, that, and the other, it could have been this, that, and it's like, why is it always my fault when things don't go well, but when Mm -hmm. things go well it's something that someone else did. So that bothered me a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I can say that I'm happy I'm independent and I get to see Exactly what goes on I form relationships with people real relationships. They get to know that I'm a real person and not just an artist
1: Yeah, cuz you're so talented. I mean before we started this interview you were doing the lighting. Yeah, you know, I mean Yeah, you've been having so many hidden talents that you could have been aiding in your career this whole time when
0: you leave I'm gonna hit those windows <laughs> Get that windex. Whatever pays the bills.
1: (laughs) And all that you've learned um, since being in the industry for 25, 26 years, Mm -hmm. what would you tell a 19-year-old Will Downey?
0: Learn your craft. For a young up-and-coming artist, learn the craft. Mm -hmm. Don't just think... A lot of people now think that they can just turn the TV on... And instantaneously become a star. It's like if I can be one of the last five or six people on that TV show, then I'm a star. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, no, put in the work, sing background vocals, write songs, join groups, sing around, that sort of thing. So that's real important.
1: And you started off as a background singer. singer. What did you learn that has made you a better solo artist? Everything. Really?
0: Everything. I learned what to do and what not to do. Wow. You know, I would watch the people that I'd be singing behind, I'd watch them, you know, have great nights, uh, the way they handled the crowd, and then I would watch them some nights have terrible nights, and I would say, okay, well, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to do that, oh, I'm not going to wear that, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. so you really learn that way, at someone else's expense.
1: Mm-hmm. And probably just doing a really great show, too, because... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, and then, you know, being around for such a long time, you start to get a catalog of songs that people want to hear, and that always helps. So, you know, people out there singing along with you mm-hmm. when you're doing your
1: thing. Well, one of my favorite duets is the one that you did with Rochelle Farrell. Mm-hmm. How did that How did that even come about, and what is it like singing with Rochelle Farrell?
0: Well, uh, it's interesting because initially it was between me and Phil Perry as to who was going to be the other vocalist. Oh. Uh... Just one of those things, and somehow I went out. And singing with Rochelle was probably the hardest session I've ever done, but also one of the best sessions I've ever done.
1: What made it hard?
0: She had an exact idea of what she wanted. Okay. and she made sure that I gave it to her exactly the way she heard it. I mean, now she was like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> I no. Mean, we were doing a session and I sang something and she said, you need to say it the way Will Downing would sing it. <laughs> I like, I, 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 I am I know, Will, Will Downing, that's the way I would. How do you, how did you hear me saying it? No, I need you to take a breath here and I need you to just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought it was crazy at first, but then when we heard the final product, I was like, damn, that sounds like Will Dana.
1: She really kind of pushed you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We And we worked on that song literally for two days.
1: Is that like something that's out of the norm? Yeah.
0: I'm used to doing a lead vocal, I mean a good one that I'm, or a great one that I'm like, okay, I ain't got no problems with it, no regrets. About three hours.
1: So yeah, when we come back tomorrow, it's like, tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so, if you guys had to do that just to record it, what is it? What was it like? You know, when you guys uh, performed it live?
0: Um, we would take it to way out there. I mean, mm-hmm. we would obviously do the song, and then we would just go with whatever the emotion. You know, mm-hmm. kind of where it led us.
2: To deserve heaven, Lord knows I'm only you. Can this be someone truly for me? I'm not the
0: What's up? It's me, your man, Will Downing, and you're listening to Studio Q. Studio
2: Q show, and you know.
1: Well, you said songs and music are supposed to take you on a journey. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to transport mm-hmm. you. Where do you go when you're on stage performing or versus being in the studio? It depends on where the audience takes you. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if they're into it, you can. it can really go anywhere. Uh, you know, you take it left, I mean, if they wanted to hear the song exactly like the recording, they would have just stayed home and listened to the recording. Mm-hmm. So when it's live, you know, you got to bring something new to the table.
1: And what is that feeling of, of being on stage with, uh, a, you know, just a, a wonderful audience who's coming out to see you, sold out crowd? Oh,
0: what does it feel
2: like? Yeah.
0: Um, it's the greatest feeling in the world really when there's folks out there on your side Mm -hmm. yeah there's no feeling like it when you start singing a song and folks start singing along with you it's it's the it's the best feeling ever you know that you did your job right
1: and it doesn't get old
0: oh no no not like that yeah no it gets old when folks are sitting there and they got their hand like this and they're just looking at you you know, okay, uh, that same thing he sang on the record. Ain't, uh, y'all ain't going. <laughs> so.
1: And what's the difference between singing for people home versus like in Europe or overseas? Um,
0: it's different. Um, I'm not going to say that people here are less appreciative, but I think that people in America. Are very singles driven so whatever they hear on the radio constantly uh-huh. is all they want to hear uh-huh. when you go overseas like you know we've recorded 10 songs sometimes or 12 songs on an the album they're into the other yeah 10 or but, eight songs uh, you know that weren't singles and we went to south africa one time and i had like my standard show and you know i went on radio and they were like yeah you're gonna sing you know song four or for cd number five i was like and I said, yeah, which one is that? And I looked at it, I was like, oh, damn, I don't think I've sung this song since I recorded it. And they're like, well, it's a big hit here. And I'm like, you're kidding, right? You have got to be kidding. Yeah. And we had to learn the song that night. Actually, the first night we didn't do it, and people got mad. Really? And then the promoter came up to me and said, hey, man, tomorrow, if you do this tomorrow, you know, they're yeah. going to tear this place apart if you don't do this song. So we had to learn it and do it.
1: Well, that must be a good feeling because I don't think sometimes people realize just how much you put into your music. So the fact that people overseas really can appreciate mm-hmm. that ninth or tenth song, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know.
0: It is a good feeling. feeling. I mean, it's you know we spend lots of money on it. I put lots of work into it and to make it what it is. And, yeah, it should be appreciated like that.
1: Mm-hmm. When you put out, like, Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, what, mm-hmm. what was the response of putting it out that way? Because I know you did it based on how people listen to music now mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was um it was funny i mean like folks of my age weren't accustomed to hearing songs in increments like that like basically what i done was four songs on each cd right and my generation is not used to that. They're used to an album.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I w- my thought process was based on, okay, what else you got? What else you got? What else? When are you going to put too. something else out? Yeah. So I was doing it every three or four months. So it worked in one regard and in another regard it didn't.
1: Okay. Mm. Okay. I was wondering about that mm-hmm. because that was a unique way of doing it. I like, thought so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, shifting gears, back in 2007, you were mm-hmm. diagnosed with the muscle mm-hmm. disease. Um, Let me
0: hear you say it. Come on. Come okay. on. Come on. Okay. Come on. okay.
1: okay. Polymyositis. <laughs> did I say it? Did I do? <laughs> you. Oh, I get the cigar yeah, today. Yeah, you get the cigar. <laughs> that was, you did. You got it right. Well, I mean, I, I, I just applaud you from coming back from something like. Don't
0: applaud me.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But you had
1: to stay connected to the source. Oh, you had to stay connected cuz you yeah. could have you could have let go. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could have yeah. went another way cuz I know depression is a part of it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you have to fight, not just a physical, but you know, your yeah, mind. It's a
0: mental thing, yeah. But
1: what I would like to know in connection to the music when you were in the hospital, why was it so important for you to still record from a wheelchair or in the bed like
0: I had to prove to myself, first off, that I can do it. Then on top of that, this is all I've ever done, Mm. really. So, and then the third thing is, is I thought it'd be the last thing that folks were going to hear. Because I thought I was out of here. So, I didn't want, like, the last recording to be like my legacy you know i didn't want to leave here without saying something you know that was really on my heart and when you're being tested like that and you land on your back and you got plenty of time to think and talk you kind of and reflect you kind of go you know what maybe i didn't really say what i wanted to say so let this be my last testimony i don't care really what it sounds like Mm -hmm. put the microphone down let me just do the best that i can and get this message across
1: and how many hours are or parts of the day that you would do that
0: I can't even count them really because it was so sporadic like you know we say okay I'm gonna do this song this day and then I'd be laying in the bed and you know they put the headphones on and they put the mic in like okay and so you might get one line mm-hmm. you might get one word. And then i be like, oh, you know what? I'm tired, man. Let me just lay down for a little bit. Lay down for a couple of hours. All right, let's start back up. Put them in your the wheelchair. They put them in a the wheelchair, and I start singing from there. They say, okay, this sounds a little bit better. I so, okay, well, let me fix that other stuff. And I start singing, and it fade away again. So it was like a grueling process. Mm. It was grueling. But my friends and everybody in my family, you know, can't, couldn't ask for anything more
1: and after like say you had a day of, of singing and maybe you only got one line out or mm-hmm. maybe one day you got like a whole chorus mm-hmm. out how did it make you feel at the end of uh, of a day like did it give you did it feed you by being able to do it well
0: i'm a fighter so if i got something right then that was hope to me. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, let's try this again tomorrow. you know maybe I'll get two things right maybe yeah. I get and that was also the process in the, uh, the physical therapy as well. you know like you're laying there and then you know one day you can't move your hand. the next day you see your finger move it's like, oh, I'm coming back you know and two days later, you move two fingers, three fingers and you're doing your hand it's like, oh my man <laughs> my,
1: my man
0: you're all right with me and it just gives you hope every yeah. every day
1: what did that time teach you about yourself and about your marriage
0: um about me it it made me realize how much tunnel vision i had i was living my life just like this with blinders on all i was thinking was music and money <laughs> music money mm-hmm. and when you're laying on your back and you know you have time to reflect and think back about what life was really about or supposed to be about, it kind of broadened everything for me. And I said, I'm never gonna be that dude again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you never gotta worry about it just being this. That's like, hey, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna lay down, go to the movies, you know, you know spend more time with my kids, spend more time with my wife, my parents, you know, grateful that they're alive, my family, you know, go to the movies occasionally, do something like what life is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be lived.
1: So it actually added to your life, and made you stop.
0: It made me remember. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It made me remember what I I really got into this for. It wasn't just for money.
1: Mm -hmm. When you finally got better Mm -hmm. and and you could sing and you could walk with ease, what was like the first thing you was excited to do?
0: (laughs) Family show, right? Well,
1: what's the second thing you was (laughs) excited to do? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> <It's> like, yes. <laughs> yes. Um.
0: <laughs> I have another friend of mine who lives near me, and I remember saying this to him. Now he reminded me. I said this to him. I said, "Man, what, the first thing I want to do when I'm able to get up on my own is go to the bathroom by myself, because for about a year, someone had to pick me up." Mm-hmm and put me on a potty, like next to the hospital bed, Mm -hmm. for a year. Imagine every time you gotta go to the bathroom, you gotta push a button, ring a bell, hey man, can you help me? And they gotta help you up, and they sit you there, and you sitting in there, (laughs) I'm sitting in the hospital, or even in, like when I finally got back home,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sitting in my home, and I'm sitting on a potty and the door is open and I'm sitting there and I can't move. I can't nothing. I just gotta wow. sit there until someone's coming to get me. and had to wipe you off and all that. Mm-hmm. That is, it's emasculating. Yeah. So I said, man, when I get my strength up, the first thing I want, I'm gonna go to the bathroom by <laughs> myself.
1: It's amazing what you appreciate when it's taken away. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my
1: goodness. Yep.
0: And then after that, um, when I started getting a little bit of my strength back, I wanted to like drive, and the same guy, a guy named uh, Noel, uh, he was uh, dropping me off and picking me up for everything. Uh-huh. And then one day he said, asked me, he said, "Man, what do you, what is it that you missed that you haven't done?" I was like, "Man, I, said, I, don't, I don't even know I remember how to drive anymore." And he was taking, he was bringing me home from someplace, and he pulled over, and he got out the car, and he, you know, came and walked me to the driver's side. Man, and just said.
1: What did that feel like? Drive. What did that drive feel like?
0: It was, I felt like it was the first time I was driving in my whole life. And I got behind it the wheel 16, and I was like, yeah. yes! Yes! When I went to go turn it
2: I was like, ah, oh, God! I ain't that but strong you turned yet! It. But like, you turned it! I turned it.
0: <laughs> the turn was here. I turned over here. So man, he had grabbed the wheel and pulled. I was like, yeah, yeah, Y'all yeah, got it, I got it, I got it! Right. Okay, just pull it this way a little bit. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're going straight now. But now he, he let me drive, and it was like, yeah. I mean, so it's it's crazy moments like that that mm-hmm. you know you kind of go.
1: Man. And it's amazing, like how small mm-hmm. the moments are mm-hmm. that you're like relishing in that yeah. you can do again. Yeah. So how do you feel now? Like, what does it feel like now? Because to me now, it's I want like,
0: people to drive me around. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to wipe my butt. You know. <laughs> Back to old wheels. Nice <laughs> I mean, some of it's still there. I mean, some you know, I find myself being pulled back in. Uh-huh. But at, at some point, it always kicks back in. Like, okay, this ain't that serious. Just yeah. stop. Enjoy life. Take some time off. Say no. Mm-hmm. You can say no. If you want to. You don't want to do it, say no.
1: Yeah. Don't do it. Do you, like, actually enjoy and love traveling? Or is it just a byproduct of the job?
0: It's a byproduct of the job. Okay. Yeah, traveling. Uh, you know, my, my manager's over here. And when I'm, I always say during the winter, I'm like, don't book anything. I don't feel like traveling. I don't feel like dealing with the lunacy of flying during the winter. And of course, you know, we did a couple of shows this past weekend and it snowed back, you know, where yeah. some of my band members was going. Band members were going. It's like I'm gonna deal with it. Oh, I gotta deal with this. Is it snowing back there? What's it doing? It's snowing in the Midwest? Oh, we gotta fly through there. Where's it in the south? Oh we gotta So it's a pain in the butt. It's a you know It's been
1: a bad winter too, like Flight Flights been cancelled and you know you've been doing music for what, twenty six years now? Mm -hmm. This is your seventeenth project Mm -hmm. that we're on. What do you think that has kept you relevant? Because I read somewhere that you have people who do what you do call you from time to time, you know, more often than not, mm-hmm. and say, you know, what are, what are you doing, you know, that I'm not doing? Mm-hmm. How can you help me? So, how have you remained so relevant, you know, in the music industry and in selling out shows? Um,
0: because the person that you listen to now is the same person that started recording 26 years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When everyone was saying, "Man, you man, you doing that old school stuff." Man, you doing that jazz stuff. You doing them songs, man. Man, let me tell you something. You need to do, and I've seen all the music trends come and go. You need to do some new jack, you know. You need to do some go-go. You need to do some house. (laughs) You need to, and I would add little elements, but I always made sure that I had a great ballad on there or a great mid-tempo song because those songs last forever.
2: Mm.
0: So, you know, I always tell people it was the tortoise that won the race. Yeah. You might have gotten, you know, to that place a little faster. You might have made a little bit more money than I did real fast. But long term,
1: yeah,
0: nothing to still
1: being around.
0: Nope. They yeah. called me. And,
1: hey, man, I heard you doing a show. Man, how do you? Like, <laughs> I told you, you should have, you know, you should have followed what I was doing. You should have mm-hmm. came along. So with the trends and everything, is it that you did not want to be, you know, you didn't want to change with the trends, or this was your lane, and you knew it? Which one? It was one?
0: my lane, and I knew it, and I, like I said, I dibbed and dabbed in a little bit of all of that. I remember, you know, with my when I did have hair, you know, I had like <laughs> a little... A little high top fake fade you know a little thing right here you know my, my my gumby you know well i was thinking
1: that i was thinking did you uh, have the Bobby
0: brown Gumby? yeah I had the gumby I had the big shirts with the big polka dots on it you know strange color suits and stuff like that and trying to do the running man I, don't know, I feel like an idiot so you know i always had my you know my balance to fall back
1: on. Mm-hmm. So you just stuck with who? Stuck with you who? Were. I, there you go. But I mean, it seems very consistent to how you started out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nobody
1: can be you but you. So
0: I'm, I'm here. I'm happy with me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, tell us about this new album, Euphoria. Eufo-
0: <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> I like the way that comes Euphoria. along with Euphoria.
1: Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. I read that you said somebody. um listen to it and they said it took into a euphoric state yeah. and so you said yeah. that's a perfect that's
0: perfect cause i'm, I'm my... not that bright so when they said <laughs> i'm like yes <laughs> yeah i played it for a friend of mine and she said that's what it did to us. so mm-hmm. i said euphoria and it's um it's a bunch of songs on there that you would know and you would love or maybe your mom might know and love <laughs> right? Cause we already talked about that right uh, yeah but my mom
1: this is one of the few people that i i mean i've interviewed some people but Will Downing? She's like, oh, Will Downing. That's right. That's right. Now you're interviewing somebody. Right. Me and Lil Wheezy. <laughs> We're two favorites. Right, right. <laughs> she said, now you're talking about somebody who's in my collection. There
0: you go. That's right. You tell your mom, I don't know her, but I like her already. <laughs> so you, tell
1: us about Euphoria.
0: Euphoria. Eight songs, seven of which you are pretty much going to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started off with the, te- the Teddy Pendergrass, Turn Off the Lights. And we kind of flipped it a little bit. Everyone knows the Teddy version turn them off you know the, <laughs> in your face kind of thing i kind of swim.
2: turn off the lights yeah you know, we heard it last night a
0: little bit dopeness thank you thank you, thank you. i gotta use dopeness <laughs>
1: <laughs> but why <laughs> teddy pendergrass why that song
0: i don't know i just heard it in my head once again mm-hmm. you know and also the lyric you know meant something to me. So I yeah. just thought that I could do a version of it, an interpretation. Uh, too High, Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. uh, So, you know, I can't identify with that song personally, uh-huh. but just a great song that I heard, and I just heard this arrangement in my mind, and we just did it.
1: And what was the feeling behind this record, like this whole album? What, was, what, what, what space were you in and recording it?
0: I wanted to go back to my... Original roots. When I recorded songs or albums like A Dream Fulfilled, they were definitely more contemporary jazz records with kind of R and B overtones. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, I've kind of done more R and B records with jazz overtones. So I said, let me go back to the originals, make it very jazzy, add some soul elements to it, and that's you know what I tried to accomplish.
1: Well, what song on the album takes Will Downing to euphoria?
0: Mmm probably uh there's a song that i'm called lush life okay and it's a classic jazz song so to me that's you know that's where it takes me
1: takes you there takes me there takes you There.
2: there i used to visit all the very gay places the come what may places Where one relaxes on the axis of the wheel of life To get the feel of life From chairs and cocktails The girls I knew had sad and sullen gray faces With distant gay traces That used to be there you could see Where they'd been washed away By too many through the day Twelve o'clock tales Then you came along with your siren song To tempt me to madness The poignant smile was tinged with the sadness of a great love for, for me. Things seem so sure now life it's awful again a trifle the bite of it, all I care is to smile in spite of it, I'll forget you, I will, while yet you are still burning inside my brain. mush, stifling those who strive, I'll live a lush life in some small dive, and there, there I'll be, while I run with the rest of those whose lives are alone.
0: What's up? It's me, your man, Will Downing, and you're listening to Studio Q. Studio Q
2: Show.
1: Well, one thing that I learned in all of my research is that you put out a lot of music.
0: I take those old sayings to heart. Tomorrow's not promised, and if you have something that's on your heart right at that moment, then do it. Mm-hmm. That's the joy of having your own label. I don't have to another thing to add to your list. That's the joy of it. I don't have to go to someone and say, I have a budget to record? I got some ideas for some music. You know, you got your own label, you got your own money. Just do it. It's a YouTube generation. This stuff turns around, you know, by the time you put something out, you know, three weeks later, it's, oh, what you got next? So it's like, I give them
1: something new. -hmm. Why not? Yeah. Are you even feeling uh, the internet, Twitter, Facebook, are you are, are you down with the technology I'm all, I'm or is it a chore?
0: I'm all over it. It, it is work. <laughs> it is work. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm at the show and about to go on stage. And then someone replies, it's like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to sing this song. What are you wearing? Well, I'm gonna wear. It. It's like, okay, can I go say? <laughs> I mean, you know, instead of me answering every, yeah, I'm yeah. in the bathroom. See, I just flushed.
1: He ain't yeah. down. He ain't down with the Twitter world. Well, I, 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 and and what? You follow one person? Who is it? Uh, Team I, Jesus now? Yeah. <laughs> Who's sweet like I said, Will Downing was following me. Not no more. But I, I did feel insulted because you you didn't follow nobody.
2: Well. I, I, <laughs> You said it's too much work. This is
0: way too, Instagram, you know, somebody's over there, take a picture of me, put on Instagram. Yeah, I am. Okay, I'm doing an interview. I just finished the interview and now I'm changing my clothes to go do this. We're over here. That's like, true. When do I get to sing? Yeah, that's true. So when do you get to be the Will Downing that's popular, you know, Ooh. to be on Twitter? So I... Once again, balance.
1: Yeah, you need, you, you need a Twitter person. I need a Twitter person. You need person. a Twitter person. I got a Twitter person. You know what I'm saying? So they can put your stuff out yeah. there. Follow yeah. a few other people. I got to
0: tweet them to <laughs> tell them to tweet other people. <laughs> yeah, right, right. tweet where I am so we can tweet and retweet. And but I
1: love the wind down that oh, you, thank you do. It. That's thank nice. It. Thank you. You said, I'm going to put some good music out there. Ain't not going to complain about it. I'm going to put some nice music that people can feel
0: exactly I mean and I'm a complainer I'm a person that complains about the 30 or 40 records that I hear every day on your standard radio so I said I'm gonna do my own radio show yeah and play records that I think people have not heard or should hear more
1: of mmm it's nice I love it I love it well now we have come to the Studio queue Will Downing, Lightning Round. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Wait
0: a minute, let me get let me get my drink. Yeah, yeah, Hold on. get your
1: drink on. <laughs> and this ain't no brown You know, know what G I'm cigars. saying? In this section of the interview, you just pick one or the other. Okay. Yeah, you don't even have to really think because it's catered to you, so okay. you already know. Brooklyn Borough Chorus mm-hmm. or Wally Jump and the Criminal <laughs> Element on Criminal <laughs> <Artists>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take
2: Brooklyn barrel wide cars
0: for 200, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even supposed to bring up Wally Jump Jr. and the Criminal Element. That was pre-solo career. So actually, those 26 years that I'm talking about, is actually more like 30 years. Okay. Because I was recording before that, and I used to, for those who don't know, I used to make up these, uh, I used to do 12-inch records, and we make up alias names. So I had a record on Criminal Records. Mm-hmm. In the name of the group, yeah, I know. Called Wally Jump Jr. and the Criminal Element. (laughs) And, And our biggest record was we did a remake of Gwen Guthrie's Ain't nothing going on but the rent.
1: And y'all, y'all reply was
0: ain't gonna pay you one red cent.
1: <laughs> but it was popular. It was huge, it was huge
0: overseas. That right? was the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> if you look at the album cover, we have on hats and dark glasses. Oh, that's wow. how. That's how you know ashamed we were. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna take a picture for the album cover. Like yeah, let me get my hat. Yeah, let me put these glasses on. All right, let's go. Let's
1: let shoot. Let me turn to the side. Let me turn to the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever happened to the name MV?
0: Um, it went the way of the dinosaur, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, Do it in the trunk, huh? Yeah, I okay. mean, we had a couple of singles out. You know, it was, <laughs> this was club music. You put out a record every three months and wow. we would just make up a name. Like, N.V. It was, table. <laughs> I mean, what's in the table? What's the name of the group? <laughs> Magazine. What's the name of that group? Um, controller. You know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's Brooklyn Borough Chorus. Brooklyn one, Borough Chorus was that one, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sad and So Distracted by Al Jarreau uh-huh. or John Coltrane's Love Supreme?
0: Sad and So Distracted Al Jarreau.
1: Okay, all right. Early mornings or late nights?
0: Can it both, huh?
1: Dude, <laughs> it's not a lightning round? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, damn. That sounds just like a woman. Early morning late at night. Pick one. Uh, us tomorrow.
1: You know what? I'm glad we on the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's going to be tomorrow. Maybe. And if it doesn't work tomorrow, can I get too late, late at night? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say early mornings. Early
1: mornings. Alright. Okay. Will Dowling's Guilty Pleasure. Great segue.
0: Um oh guilty pleasure. Uh Sports. Sports. I mean watching sports, yeah.
1: Any particular sport? Basketball. Basketball. Damn. All right, all right. Who's your team?
0: New Jersey Nets.
1: Okay, yeah, all right.
0: I know, I know, yeah. I know. I know. Well, folks you know. are like, God
1: damn. Well, everybody has to have fans. Everybody has to have.
0: Everybody has to have fan. No, fan. You must not make it plural.
1: Yeah, <laughs> singular. singular. There he is. Singular. There's the fan. <laughs> all right. You only have the opportunity to record a duet with one of these following individuals. Okay. Okay. Layla Hathaway. Jasmine Sullivan or Anita Baker? Ooh!
0: Dang! Man, that's a tough one. Man, that is a tough... I mean, woman. That's a tough one. (laughs) My God, um... I'm gonna have to go with... Anita Baker. Mainly because she's the, 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 the senior of the three. Yeah, uh, they
1: emulated her, they love right. her, yeah. Well, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah so <laughs> they love we,
1: her. Yeah, we love her, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they, all three got their own vibe. But it, I mean, you, you picked one from the past, and you picked uh, a present in Jasmine and in and, uh, Layla, and, and the future is Jasmine, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Okay, and Baker won that round. Ding, 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 ding. Crazy Love by Dwight Thompson or A Million Ways by Joe.
0: A million Ways by Joe.
1: Okay, platinum record or Grammy award.
0: Platinum record.
1: Favorite curse word.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> four letters.
1: How about that? Use your imagination.
2: (laughs) It rhymes with walk. Okay.
1: Doesn't get any plainer than that. There we go. You know what I'm saying? R and B or jazz?
0: Man, you a tough interview. Um, I'm gonna say jazz.
1: All right. a little bit more freedom, okay. Yeah. Now, the first word that comes to mind when I mention Luther Vandross, oh, ultimate Teddy
0: Pendergrass, uh, soulful Michelle Pharrell, amazing vocalist,
1: Audrey Wheeler, crazy, no <laughs> <laughs> wife, <laughs> Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> That's why you say Brooklyn is Home Okay Yeah Kim or Jaheem? Kim us or Chris Michelle
0: I'll take lead And I feel like I'm picking sides for a basketball I know
1: Give right lead. I'll take lead <laughs> And what makes Will Downing happy Talking to you Boy, he's a charmer. He's a charmer.
2: Brooklyn in <laughs> the
1: house. <laughs> now I'm Brooklyn at parties no, and in interviews. That's right, and
2: in the interviews.
1: How can all of your wonderful fans connect with you to buy this new album coming out March 11th, Euphoria? it?
0: Actually, it's March 25th. We have to, oh, to move it back. back. Oh, okay. yeah, move back. Okay.
1: Just your upcoming There we go. Album. <laughs>
0: Sometime in March. <laughs>
1: Sometime in March. When can where where can they go and get you for it?
0: Oh uh, then come to the website, willdowning.com. You can order it there and I'll autograph it. And get it out to you. Or you can go to, if people still go to stores, Best Buy, and order it on Amazon. You can download it on iTunes, all the, yeah. all the outlets. It'll be at the barbershop probably two days before it comes out,
2: <laughs> the beauty salon.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. For sitting down and letting us find out more about you. You were good. Oh, thank you. I mean, you were really good. Oh, good. I don't like you. <laughs> you're too good. Them hard questions. My favorite word. Pop! Pop! <laughs> well, you know, you gotta do your homework for greats yeah. like yourself. Oh, You're a legend, you. man. Thank you, thank you. Thank and you know what? Just, just off the top, like you said, when you heard um, "Change" by Luther Vandross, mm. it just did something to. Mm-hmm. What did it? What did it do to you?
0: I mean, I had never heard. It had all the elements of what I wanted to do. It was a dance record, but they had this dude who was just singing his whole behind off on it and I never heard anyone that smooth on top of something that was so rough. And I was like, man, that's what I wanna do. And I heard that guy's voice, and I had to sit there, and all day, this is before the internet and stuff like that, and before I had access to radio warm lines, so I had to sit there all day, because they didn't back announce who it was. So I sat there by the radio going, they gonna play that record again? And it finally came back on again, and then they said who it was. And then I had to figure out what he looked like, mm-hmm. and then I went to a concert, um, and I think everyone was doing the same thing. Everyone heard the voice. Yeah. And this is be- before Luther was the solo artist, Luther. And they were doing a show. And then they started playing their song. You can see everybody in the audience, like, sit up on their chairs. Like, okay, the guy's going to come out. And then uh-huh. this big, tall, you know, big guy came yeah. out and was like, that can't be him, and he opened up his mouth, and I was like, yeah, oh my God, that's
1: him. That's him. Yeah, that's that was his floored. Did you ever get a chance to meet and hang out oh, with him? Oh, yeah, Luther? yeah, 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 we knew each other. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, Yeah. wow, that must have been a thrill.
0: It was, for yeah. him. <laughs> I love
1: it, I love it.
2: No, let me stop.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that I my, love that's it. My hero. Love it, I love it. Who knew somebody so smooth could so be so, so, cool so, ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> so, so ignorant? about Yeah. So ignorant.
0: What's up, it's me, your man Will Downing, and you're listening to Studio Q.